Welcome, you're listening to the BZ Powercast, episode number 36. I'm your host, Black Six, and thank you all for listening to the show. And this month, we start things off by talking about some of the contests currently going on on BZP with 55555. Then Windrider joins me for this month's How to BZP, which talks about the advertising policy. Following that, I talk to DV, Holly Husky, and XCCJ about the Bricks Cascade 2012 event that took place earlier this month. And then I sit down with Sumiki for this month's staff interview. And of course, we close things out with another music time with Smeeg. I hope you enjoy the show. Here it is. Okay, so with me now is 55555 to talk about the whole slew of contests that are currently going on on BZ Power right now. How's it going, John? It's going good. How's it going with you, Andrew? Uh, not too bad. Uh, excited about all these chances our members have to win some awesome prizes. Yeah, we have a strangely large number of contests going on right now. Uh, some overlapping between ending contests and starting contests. Well, it's uh, you know the end of the school year time, so hopefully our members have uh, plenty of free time right now to be entering. Right. So let's start with general art contest number 18, Lego Battlescapes. The final poll is open. Uh, it's pretty close, so votes matter there. And the winner, that determines the winner, so that's important. Uh, didn't get a whole lot of entries, but the finals are, finalists are looking pretty good. Uh, that poll closes on July 2nd. Right, so only a couple more days by the time this airs. Right, and there, there's one day. I mean, there's, excuse me, um, there's only one vote separating the two people, so. Yeah, so definitely worth uh, checking out and uh, voting in that one. Right, and then there's the Flash Fiction Marathon, which was a very successful contest. It drew more than 200 entries. Very impressive. Yeah, th- though, I mean, people could enter 12 times each, so. But still, it's a lot, lot, of, lot of words written there. Uh, we just finished polling, finding the winner of each different section. So we have our 12 winners now, and each of those will get a little prize. And then we're going to have the two final polls up, one for Bionicle and one for... Uh, COT pretty soon. That should go up next couple of days. Um, and by the time this airs, it'll probably be up. So then those will be the overall winners for the whole contest. Uh, right. What are the uh, prizes for that? Have we figured that out yet? We haven't figured out for the final prizes, but each of the 12 winners that we've already determined is going to get a collectible minifig, which is courtesy of Toa Velox, I believe. Pretty good. Pretty good deal. Right. So you get a little fun little thing out of it. So then we have BBC 63, where the preliminary polls just closed. And this is the, uh, this is the Brick Fair collaboration contest. So the finalists will go to Brick Fair. Um, right. So these are, the polling is already over for this. And... We have various winners that will show up at Brick Fair, hopefully. And then we'll have the final voting there, I believe. Yeah, I think there will be a a, uh, voting in person for those who are attending. And then we usually have a poll on the forums as well. But we usually have the two in conjunction with each other. So uh, I guess kind of to make it a little more fair. 
Right. I, that's always fun. Like, I remember we did that for BBC 50 when that was at, like, what, Breakfast 2007 or something? Um, which one? Did we the, the last time we did one was, I think, in 2010 when we had the in motion, the motion contest. Um, I th- think that was 2010. Or I might have been thinking of something else, but we've done it a couple times, and uh, it's always worked out pretty well. And I hope uh, things go well this time, too. And it can make for a pretty impressive display to have all of the different contestants on the same table, and you can compare them side by side and everything. It's pretty right. fun. Yeah, I mean, all the finalists, obviously, will be there. And, you know, they're obviously the best of the uh, the competition, so it'll be good to have them there. And just to reiterate, you know, anyone who uh, made an entry in the contest is more than welcome to uh, send it to Brickfair and have it put on display. Uh, the more mocks, the merrier. We want to do a, a great display for the fire theme of uh, Brickfair this year. Right. That was kind of your idea to start with, wasn't it? Uh, yes. I can claim all the credit for that one. <laughs> so, yeah, even if your entry didn't do so well in the polls, you can still send it in and have people look at it and enjoy your MOC. Right. And, yeah, I mean, there are, I, I've looked through all the entries, and they're all uh, pretty awesome. And they all fit the uh, the theme really well, which is you know the the key thing. Um, and we want to you know make the Ponticle table as as awesome as possible. And uh, I believe we'll probably have a a big section set out just for fire themed mocks um, to you know show those off and uh, mesh with the rest of uh, the brick fair. Right, because the brick fair theme is fire. In right. case you didn't know that by now. Um, Okay, so next we have kind of a semi-official contest, which is the BZP T-shirt contest, which they do every year now, run by Emperor Wainua, uh, where they make T-shirts for uh, BZPers to wear at conventions. And it hasn't done so well with entries, so he's extended the deadline to the 29th, which will be, uh, that will just be ended by the time this airs, but... He may accept entries even after that, or you can vote for the winners by that time. Yeah, I guess it'll depend on uh, how many people uh, enter by then, if he extends it or not. Right, he's got he's got four entries here, so he, he'll be happy if anyone enters. And it's really a, a fun little contest, um, especially when you think that people might buy your design and wear it and it will look great and everything. Yeah, the shirts have always done pretty well for uh, the people who go to conventions and things like that. And I know I have uh, both of the previous designs, and I wear them pretty frequently. Yeah, Brave Dragon's t-shirt is awesome, especially, I don't own the one before that, but the Tahu Lava Surfing one is really great. See, personally, I prefer the other one, but they're they're both good designs. Yeah. And uh, I like them both. Yeah, so hopefully we'll come up with something good this time with a little help, so... Uh, then we have, let's see, the 2012 Library Summer Olympics, which is kind of what's happening in the writing area for the rest of the summer. There are going to be three contests in each form, in both COT and Bionicle, um, for epics, comedies, and short stories. And they all have kind of interesting themes. The comedies one is going on now. And, yes, the deadline is uh, June 25th, so that's almost ended. Um, and that will be over by the time this airs again. 
but then they'll have announced the uh, Epics round theme, which is uh, it's pretty good if I remember what it is correctly. Yeah, there's been a, a lot of good Reading contests uh, recently. <laughs> I mean, we had the, the Tolkien one, and then we had the Flash Fiction, and now we have uh, the Summer Olympics, so it's been a pretty good year so far for the you Raiders. Yeah, uh, we're gradually figuring out how to do these contests better, so hopefully they're improving. Um, oh, and they're looking for judges for that contest, too, so... Send Holly Husky or Velox or myself a PM if you want to judge. All right, what else we got? Okay, you want to cover RPG Contest 24 now? Uh, sure. So, uh, like you said, we have the 24th RPG form contest going on. Uh, by the time this airs, the entry period will have ended. Um, but uh, you'll be able to vote, and that usually takes uh, about uh, a week or so. So hopefully the the poll should the final poll should be open by the time this airs, and uh, you'll get to vote in for your favorite uh, text-based RPG. So there's there's no fancy prizes for this one, just the uh, the ability to uh, run your text-based RPG in the Bonacolo RPG forum, and um, it's been uh, pretty good so far. Pretty good turnout. I'm hoping we get uh, a few more before the entry period ends on uh, June 26th, I believe, yeah. And, uh, you know, it'll... Oh, it's always fun. The, uh, the entrants are always uh, very good about it. I mean, they, they get along real well, and I think uh, it's a pretty good group of people running and playing in those RPGs. Right, and it's kind of a cool opportunity to write something up and see where, it's, where it goes from there. Right, yeah, you get to um, come up with your own story idea, but then you let other members, um, you know, into that world and help, the, and they help drive the story to some degree. Right. Okay, so comics contest number two. This is one of the contests that, uh, yeah, it starts started a while ago. It ends June thirtieth. Um, there may be a deadline extension on this it's gotten like two entries so far and there's some really good prizes at stake here i know a few more people who are going to enter and uh yeah so we have some rare minifigs up here which are pretty sweet i think they're only like 250 made of each one yeah I th well i think that's what they said at toy fair but then um kevin hinkle just started giving them out to, to sites like bsc power for use in prizes and giveaways so um, there's probably a bit more, but it's still very, very limited, and um, they're pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, it's the uh, Iron Man and Captain America, but I wouldn't say prototypes because, like, uh, like we said, there's been um, a bunch of them produced. But the Iron Man doesn't have the the silly giant helmet; he has a printed uh, red minifig head, and uh, the Captain America is. The um, you know the classic World War Two era captain uh, with the round shield. So they're both uh, pretty unique and pretty rare, and you should definitely enter the contest and uh, for a chance to get your hands on those. Right, they're kind of alternate minifig designs. I know uh, one person I was talking to was like, "I'll get both Iron Man suits, and then I can put one inside the other because <laughs> one is a helmet and one is just a minifig head." So. Okay, and then the last contest here. We have so many contests. Um, 
is the unofficial, well, it's kind of semi-official again, Epic's Critics Contest. So you review an Epic and you PM it to the contest hosts that are at or Vlox or Holly Historian, and they will basically <laughs> review your review and they will see if you're good enough to enter the to become a member of the Epics Critics Club, which is a pretty elite group. It's only six people at this point. And they're handpicked. It's pretty hard to get in, apparently. All right, well, good luck to uh, those people. When does, uh, how long is that running for? Um, it ends July 1st, I believe. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit confusing to enter, so make sure you read the rules carefully. All right. And yeah, you won't have too much time after this airs to enter, but it shouldn't take too long to enter anyway, just half an hour or so. Right, it's not like the other contests where you really have to work on creating an uh, entry. Right. It's kind of a test more than making something new. Right, okay. So uh, anything else we have? Oh, no, that's it this time around. Um, I think that's more than enough, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We have a lot of good prizes, a lot of different challenges here, so it'll be pretty awesome. Oh, that's right. We did forget to mention uh, the prize for the uh, BBC contest is uh, a full set of um, Rakshi from 2003. Not only are they still sealed in the containers, but they're actually in one of the promotional sleeves that was uh, sent to stores. So those of you who remember way back when, the, on like the end caps, it would have like a plastic sleeve with some cool designs, and you could just kind of like take a Rakshi out of the bottom, and the next one would drop down. Uh, they're like a little dispenser. So we have one of those, and uh, we're giving that away. That's courtesy of uh, Kevin Hinkle with Lego. Wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that it had that dispenser part to it. I think it might just say in the topic that it's six Rakshi and just not mention that. I think either way, it's still a pretty pretty good prize that people should be going for. Right, because a lot of people, even if they're fans of Bionicle for a long time, don't own all the early sets. Yeah, and I think very few people, if any, own uh, <laughs> own that one. Um, own it in the sleeve, right? I mean, right. Those like, store display type things are always rare. Right. Yeah, they tend to get you know thrown away and stuff like that. So it's a good good opportunity. So yeah, that's all I have this time. So. All right. So thanks for coming on and uh, letting everyone know about the contest going on and uh, good luck to all the entrants. Yeah, definitely. All right, so joining me now is Windrider for this month's How to BZP. How's it going, Wind? Oh, you know, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing all right this fine evening. So uh, what are we going to talk about this month? This month, I thought it would be a good idea to cover BZ Power's advertising policy. All right. Uh, I think we've had a couple instances recently that uh, people are violating that, so it might be a good idea to remind everyone what the uh, rules are. Yes, my thoughts exactly. All right, I'm glad we're of the same mind. So, give it to us. What's, what's our policy for this? All right, so what is the advertising policy? Um, it's the policy in place that regulates which sites are permitted to be linked to and discussed on BC Power. Now, 
what does it prohibit? Well, first of all, you can't link to commercial sites or any of any kind. You know, you can't use BZ Power to promote your business or something like that. That's not going to fly. Um, the second on the list is message boards and forums and sites with commenting systems. I'll get into why those are prohibited later. Third on the list, external blogs of any kind. So Blogspot or any other service that provides you with a blog page, well, that has commenting systems. So technically that should go in the second category, but it's... We mentioned it just for good measure, just to right. be clear on everything. Yes, it's a good thing to elucidate. And the fourth is you are prohibited to link to social networking sites, except for Twitter. However, um, the Twitter page, if you're linking to a Twitter page, just make sure it's appropriate. You know, if you have a propensity for swearing up a storm outside of Bezu Power, don't link to your Twitter page, please. Right. We can still remove uh, an individual link if it contains uh, inappropriate content in general, you know, even if in general that site is allowed. Yes, exactly. So you can't link to these sites or discuss them or mention them. That's There's a clause in the advertising policy page saying that mentioning or discussing sites is just as bad as linking to them. Um, you can't do this in PMs, posts, SIGs, profiles, profile feeds. Or here's one to uh, clarify through IM. This uh, applies to unsolicited instant messages only. So if you're, you know, if you're discussing things with a friend over IM, you know, BZ Power is not going to monitor that. But if you get an IM out of the blue from a stranger who got your, uh, your IM screen name through BZ Power, then you should report that. Right. All right. Because, there are a few. Th or keep going. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say because, you know, you got the screen name through BZ Power, so it's the same as advertising on BZ Power itself. Right. All right. So there are a couple of things we specifically say that we do allow, uh, as long as they don't violate any of the other things you mentioned. So do you want to go over those? Uh. Okay. Um, the advertising policy states that a link to your own personal website is permitted, provided that it doesn't violate any of the above. So if you have a page with appropriate content and it doesn't allow users to comment on it, then it should be fine to link to. Um, a note that most wikis, most wikis do violate the advertising policy. However, Wikipedia itself, the big one, is fine as long as the page you're linking to is appropriate. And of course, the Bionicle Sector 01 wiki and the Dinjago wiki are both, you know, endorsed by BZ Power, so they're fine to link to as well. Um, did I miss something? Uh, let's see. Oh, approval. Well, we also we also do allow linking to uh, other Bionicle and Lego sites as again as long as they uh, don't violate the other rules for for message boards and stuff. All right, and that here's an exception. Uh, the official Lego sites are allowed basically right, the official no Lego what. message boards. Yes, so that is perfectly fine to link to. All right. Okay. Uh, now, I don't know if you do this anymore, but I think a recent example is the Ninjago Wiki. Um, some sites do get your approval, 
And this is by invitation only and is, again, quite rare. Uh, so don't go asking Black Six for uh, for an approval of your message board or your wiki page. Right. The last thing I need is my uh, PM inbox filling up with requests for that. Yeah, I bet the amount of PMs you get a day is something close to a thousand. So yeah, thankfully not that much. <laughs> uh, I get like one per week, so I'm pretty lucky, I guess. <laughs> Send Ryan more PMs. He loves them. Yes, I do. I actually do. Okay, so we should probably go over why this policy is in place, shouldn't we? Yeah, I guess. That might be smart. Yeah, okay. It's really quite simple. Um, so BZ Power, as you know, is kind of a safe haven on the internet. I like to think of it that way. It's family-friendly. It's kid-friendly. You know, we don't have... <laughs> Like some sites that will not be mentioned, we don't have users coming in from all over the internet and posting just uh, the worst comments you can imagine. Uh, yeah, so since we can't moderate the content on other sites, especially you know sites with a large amount of user-posted content each day, we're not going to subject our users to links, especially our younger users. We do have a fair amount of them. And, you know, if their parents watch them browse BZ Power, they're not going to like it if they click on this link to some rogue website containing, you know, <laughs> some, right, of the some kind of less... inappropriate content. Yeah. And, you know, you someone might might suggest, well, why why don't the staff just uh, moderate everything? Well, there, there's a lot of links out there and there's no way we can reasonably check all of them. So, you know, for, um, we don't want to be like the Lego message boards where every post has to be approved before it's visible. Uh, that would, I think, uh, just kill, um, you know, the, the communication and collaboration on BZ power. So we, uh, you know, try to find a middle road by, uh, just limiting what people can, can link to and discuss, uh, when it comes to other sites outside of BZ Power. Right, that's a good way to put it. And, you know, if even, say, say there's a link, and on this given day, there are a few comments on this page, and all the comments are fine. Okay, why can't we link to that? Well, because the next day, you know, we don't know what's going to be posted overnight. So the staff doesn't really want to go around checking each link each day of the week, to check it for inappropriate content. Right, another be, very good point. <laughs> yeah, that would be way too much work. Yes, okay. So any uh, other things you want to talk about as far as advertising goes? Yes, actually, we should cover reporting advertising offenses. All this right. Is, this is also something that's quite simple. Uh, we have an account set up on BZ Power. And you should send this account a personal message containing your report if you see uh, if you see a, a, a violation of the advertising policy. The account name is Advert Alert. That's A D V E R T Alert. And once you send the account to PM, a form mentor will likely log on that day. The form mentors have access to this account, and they'll check it. And they'll check to see if your report is valid, if there's actually a violation of the advertising policy. 
and they'll get it to you, to Mr. Black Six, and it'll be taken care of now. There is a special reward for reporting advertising violations. Uh, if you find an offense in the signature and you report it, you get a 25 post count inflation. If you find something in someone's profile field, you'll get 50 posts. Through a PM, 75 posts. If you get a, an IM out of blues telling you to go to this site, well, report it, you get 100 posts. And of course, you should probably take a screenshot of that and include it in your PM to advert alert if that ever happens. It's really rare, I think. Maybe back in BZ Power's heyday, there were a lot more IMs going out like that, but I haven't seen any. Yeah, I, I think we've, uh, we've made most people aware of the, these rules, so it's not something that happens very often anymore. Yeah, thankfully. Um, yeah, so you can get a post-count inflation. However, if you're, you know, you can always say uh, in your PM to advert alert, you know, please don't raise my post-count if that's not for you. I know, I do know a few people who don't like uh, getting that reward. I'm not sure why. It's a nice reward. <laughs> but some people just like You get to see like those to... nice ranks and rank images that much faster if you're Premier, you know. Right. But, you know, there are people who like to help out for the sake of, you know, helping out. And that's that's more than okay. That's that's great. We like that. Yes, we appreciate it. So there's the advertising policy. Um, I don't have anything else to add. Do you, I, Mr. Black Six? No, I think that uh, covers everything. Okay, sweet. Well, hopefully this will get the word out if you haven't heard already right if something wasn't clear you can send a pm to windrider and ask him about it and i'm sure that you'd be more than glad to uh, help clear that up right yeah just uh be warned i've been known to send lengthy explanations covering <laughs> paragraphs and paragraphs Ugh, right well. whereas if you send me i would just link you to the topic problem <laughs> yes oh yeah the topic okay there is a topic in the reference desk and it is called, it is titled, The BZ Power Advertising Policy. You should give it a look. It should answer most of your questions. And if not, we have the Q&A forum. Or, you know, you can PM me or maybe fan the MOA or a forum mentor. Your options are very, very diverse here. Right. We're, we're all here to, to help. Okay. So thanks for that. Uh, Windrider, and uh, we'll be looking forward to what you have in store uh, next month. All right. I will talk to you then. All right. Take care. All right. So joining me now are Holly Husky, DV, and XCCJ to talk about the recently occurred Bricks Cascade 2012 in lovely Portland. How's it going, everyone? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. good. It's it's sunny in Portland today. It's sunny here too. It is sunny and hot over on the East Coast. Oh, whatever. I forget what hot feels like. All right, so this isn't Oklahoma hot, but it is pretty hot. <laughs> oh, I don't miss Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a few weeks ago, all four of us were in Portland for... Uh, a brand new uh, Lego event, Bricks Cascade, and uh, it was a pretty good time, I think. It, they definitely have some things to work out, but it was a fun weekend. 
Um, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of interesting mocks on display, so I thought we would start off by going around and talking about uh, some of our favorites. Uh, we'll put Jason on the spot to go first. Well, um... And you can't talk about any of, like, the 500 mocks you put up. I was just about to say that. <sighs> now what am I going to talk about? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely a thing for coming to a smaller convention like this and bringing a ton of uh, creations is that, like, wh when they went to print out mock cards, I had, like, 10% of all the mock cards they printed out for the entire convention. <laughs> so what were some of the mocks you liked other than your own? Um, in Bionicle or in general, because... You can start with Bionicle, but go. You can, we can talk about everything. Well, um, the, what, one funny story was when we were helping Pat unpack some of the stuff, there was this one, one creation that we had no idea what to do and we were posing it all funny, and then it turned out to be uh, Harpori Tohu's head. Or be a Upside down. <laughs> so... <laughs> I loved his blog entry. Be like, what did you do to Tohu? Our bad. <laughs> I remember that was like... Is it a bug? Like the second day, they were like, oh my goodness, it's a boy Tohu. I was like, whoa. I didn't even, I didn't even see him or I would have fixed it. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to take some of the easier looking ones uh, and putting those uh, up, but uh, obviously they didn't work out well. Yeah, Any other? I had instructions for all of his stuff if I'd seen it fixed it. <laughs> I don't think it really even needed instructions. That was the worst part. We just it was in there like upside down the way we took it out, we just did not see it. it yeah, I'm pretty sure the instructions for the Hipporitohu head were This is Hipporitohu's head. Put it like <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So Jason, any other bionicle ones that stood out? Um Oh, oh so, some guy named DV. He brought a couple of really cool ones. Yeah, I, I think he was there at the event, too. Well, I think sometimes I like he that does guy. that, yeah. You didn't run into him and, and get to say hi? Yeah, yeah, I, I hear he's really have, impressive in person. Him at one point, yeah. I don't like that guy. I'm with you there, Pat. I hear he can be kind of full of himself sometimes. <laughs> so what about outside Bionicle, Jason? What other mocks stood out to you? Um, the, one, one of the bigger themes that had a lot of stuff was like uh, Mecha in space and Jesus. Oh, Mecha? Mecha, yeah. <laughs> Mecha? I, I spent the whole weekend getting uh, criticized for, for how I pronounce things. I kept calling Technic Technique. It's like, hey, look at those Technique sets over there. Yeah, that's, okay. I, that's, that's AFL Australia. They have their own interesting ways of saying things sometimes. I get right. in trouble oh, for uh, what was it? Oh, what did I say? Primary membership or something? Yeah, you've always said that, and it's always been <laughs> wrong. I know. <laughs> yeah, so the space table is probably the the biggest display overall, the space and the Mesha. I think Bonacle might have almost been second, actually. <laughs> in, in yeah, we had a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess town and train, but there is some military and non-town stuff on, over there, too, so it's hard to say. What about you, Pat? What were some of your highlights as far as mocks go? Um, I mean, there was this cool Superman and Lex Luthor thing. Yeah, it spun around. That was pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty hypnotic. <laughs> people really liked it, I think, because it moved. Oh, yeah, yeah that definitely yeah. caught people's attention. And it was just funny when people walked by and they were like, look, Dad, it's Green Buzz Lightyear and some guy in a cape. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't and know. Like, I think a good percentage realized it was Superman. They just had no idea that it was Lex Luthor. Yeah, which is funny because he's had that like kryptonite suit for like decades now. Who was that woman who was like the little potato head guys, the Montanui stones? She's like, they're like little potato men. Did, did you guys hear that? No, but no, it doesn't yeah, Oh, it was that, that so could, funny. They're sitting in my bookcase right now. Pretty awesome. They're little potato men. Mine are still in the box at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. Did you get a chance to look at any of the other creations and have any uh, any standouts from there? Um, I did get to see a little bit. I mean, I walked around with some, I mean, some family people for a while one time. But there was, I mean, there were some just massive spaceships. But I'm always just like, I'm always just like, why did you? How did? Where did time come from? <laughs> yeah, there was that one, the the Dresden that had like a full interior uh-huh. and everything too, and you like could actually take out the different decks and have them on display. And it's like, oh yeah, my goodness, that always blows my mind. It's just like how how I don't okay. But and then there was one that caught my eye, not just because it not because it was fantastic or anything like that, but just because I was like, I want to build something like this. But it was over by the bottom section. I guess it was like an alien or predator cat-ish thing. Oh, it, was in right. like the, it was in by the sculptures by like the Iron Man, but that one I really liked because it was really inspiring, and now I want to build something like it. That one was cool. All right, what about you, Becca? What were some of your highlights? I'm trying to remember, because this is the first year I was like, okay, don't take 50 pictures of all the mocks because those are the ones I end up deleting because there's no people in them, so I don't care. And, um, like... I liked, I always liked the scenes that they do. I guess the the one that people do it the most with this, like, castle. And those are always cool because they sneak in all this crazy stuff. And um, I'm trying to remember. I like the cat mosaic because I like cats. Um, yeah, I remember I was standing over there uh, during the public hours one day, and people were trying to figure out what it was, and we're like, just stand further back. Like, I don't yeah, see it. Yeah, if you're standing too close, like, it's like, what is that thing? Does those your weird phone colors. have a camera? Look at it through that, and they do that. Like, <laughs> once you do that, because it kind of like you know it reduces uh, mm-hmm. the the resolution a little bit, and like, oh, I see it now. I like the mock cards that I wrote for, um, for um, mine and Rob's <laughs> mocks. That was awesome. They were good. They were in purple pen. True story. They were stupid. stupid. <laughs> they were fun. They were. I'm trying to remember it now. Like, it's all stuff I'm trying to sort out. Because a lot of it was stuff that I've seen at BrickCon like a thousand times before. And I'm trying to sort out what was at Brick's Cascade that was at BrickCon. Yeah, there are like the always repeats. Yeah, the, the yeah. giant like space bugs. Those are cool. Yeah, those are always there. But those are really cool. Yeah, repeats are crazy. I can't believe people who bring the same thing to convention every year. I know, Pat. Who would do such a thing? <laughs> so, so dumb. Well, well, like, speaking of repeats, the um, the mock that won best uh, Bionicle, the puppet one. Oh, yeah? Oh, I like that one, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that, I think that won an award at BrickCon um, sure last did. year because it, it showed up there and it was, and all the Bionicle people were like, hey, look, somebody else used Bionicle elements too. <laughs> yeah, I remember when, right? when Jason Rupp came over, he's like, this is my one Bionicle creation. We're like, oh man, that's so awesome. People all really liked it. Yeah, oh, it was so cool because yeah. it's also functional, right? I mean, that's always a plus. And I like yeah, those things a- out of Labyrinth, the crazy dancing yeah. things with the heads. That came off. It was a puppet. It was cool. Yeah. So from from the Bonacle's perspective, those that and and the Superman were definitely cool. I I liked the Liftbot because it made use of 
those Duplo pieces, Duplo. which is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. And uh, that DV guy's Catwoman was pretty awesome to see that in person. I forgot I even brought that. <laughs> I, I was hoping to see a dragon or something, but, you know, there, weren't, there wasn't a big one on display, which made me sad. Aww. I think it's too much of a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Kermit the Frog... The was the sculpture was pretty awesome. That was probably one of my favorites in the sh- entire show. Oh yeah, and um, there was one that I think I think it was supposed to be the Battle of Helm's Deep. It was hard to tell because the castle was like blue. Oh, the castle was oh, blue, right. like bright blue. Yeah. Right, oh, but I, I think that. that's what it was supposed to be, and it was a pretty impressive display. And there's a cool uh, Quidditch arena too, and that was one of the fun things. Where like in the stands, they had just minifigures from all different themes. Yeah. And they kind of also did a crossover with um, Star Wars, where it's like the scene in uh, episode two where the Jedi come out of nowhere in the arena and they kind of <laughs> Jedi scattered out through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. And then they had like the spider from Lord of the Rings, Edge Sheila in there and like Samwise was trying to, you know, beat her back. And that was really funny. It was down in the field. Right. That one. That was cool, too. Yeah, it was a cool, cool oh. crossover with all that. And then also yeah, for like kind of little things in the uh, the train layout, there was like a forest, oh. and there was a goat in a cage and a T Rex poking his head out from behind a tree, a la Jurassic Park. That was yes. pretty awesome. Yeah, the the fun thing with cityscapes is at first it's like okay, it's just a bunch of boring skyscrapers, but they always manage to squeeze in all these little, we, little yeah. details that are really they were, fun. They were Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, there is there's also Iron Man in his Hulkbuster armor, which is pretty sweet. Yes, he And it actually like, made his helmet not look silly. I liked how they had um the old sets. I think that's what they were doing. They had way older Lego sets and they had those built in on display. I thought that was kinda neat. And there was oh, one yeah. one thing where someone actually took like the, the I think they were classic space sets and made like micro scale versions of all yeah. of them. That was kinda cool. Oh, that's right. Like, after looking at the microscale this year, I was like, man, I want to do microscale. If only I was good at building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's uh, the mocks for, for Bricks Cascade, but there's other stuff that went on, too. Uh, the organizers, like most events, had a bunch of... Um, there was some seminars and different competitions and things that went on that I know a bunch of us participated in. So uh, why don't we go around and talk about some of those? So, Becca, I know you and uh, Jana, Janice did... Um, the, the couples building one, so you want to talk about that a little bit? <laughs> that didn't turn out as well as, well, I know you guys probably thought that was funny. Oh, yes, yeah, we, we enjoyed out. it. No, we got this reputation at Bricks Cascade, like we were going around on Sunday, and people were like, hey, aren't you that couple where, like, you were doing that couples build, and then one of you threw the book at the other? And I'm like, that would be us. <laughs> right, so why don't you explain a little bit about what it was, because I actually haven't so seen um, that kind of event go on before. So, so what we had... It was set up as if you were taking a test in school where, like, you had the dividers and you couldn't see your partner's work unless you leaned back a little bit. And um, what you would have to do is you, you, of course, would be partnered with someone else. It's a couple's build. We were the only actual couple there, though. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else was like, hey, you want to go to the couple's build with me? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So. It was like a blind date kind of thing for the rest of them. So one of you will look at the instruction manual and on the other side of this divider the your partner will be trying to build it based on what you explain to them which is hard when you don't know the names of any of the pieces and it's also hard when you haven't been married very long and you don't have like that 
communication thing. <laughs> the mind link that you yeah. Develops. I was like, it's this one. It's like it's it's like the things that you put in Golly's hips, Golly Olda's hips on her side. She has like four of them, and Rob's like, what? <laughs> you mean the the technic pins? <laughs> the pins. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to explain it. You're not supposed to be talking. <laughs> Special guest appearance, bye. It's kind of funny because actually back in, I think, like middle school, um, I did like a, an event like that at a thing we had called Science Olympiad. Where, yeah. oh, right. where it was just like you were supposed to build. And it wasn't even supposed to be Lego, but it ended up being Lego in our event. And my friend and I had been friends since, like, we were three and had played with Legos with each other for, like, that whole time. We're like, uh -huh. we have this. And, yeah, we, we did really well. Um, yeah. We would have won if not for the fact that they didn't tell us what to do when we were finished. So my friend finished, and um, he didn't know he was supposed to tell anyone. And so we got third. Oh. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah, the people who won were, like, so we were trying to talk, and I don't. I can't project my voice very well. And um, plus I was getting a sore throat, like with all cons. Use your global mod voice, Becca. Oh my gosh, I almost started, Stop like, I actually posting started doing spam. that at the end. Quit it, I hate you. Um, the guys beside us were super loud. He was like, give me one of those, you gotta get one of those cheese soaps and put it over there on that, on that part right there, and blah, blah, blah. And they knew all the terminology and they were so loud. Like Rob couldn't hear me over them. And they're the ones who won. Uh, so that was that was part of their plan, I'm sure, was to distract everyone else, too. They were so loud, and they were sitting right beside us. I didn't like how we were sitting beside the other teams, but Robert did. He was able to look over, because the dividers were very poor. He was able to look over and see what some of the other people were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you had something that kind of looked like what it was supposed to be, as opposed to just uh, some, well, some random we thing. A, we are doing a Cars 2 set, and like... He got the tow truck built right. So that was good. That's but then good. we started working with the camera, and that's when it kind of all melted down. And we actually ended up getting kind of upset with each other. Like, it wasn't something where it was like, oh, this is over. It was just kind of like, I hate you. Sort of thing. <laughs> and we had to hug and make up and what? Which was the intended purpose. Which was the purpose, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why we signed you guys up. Yeah, I, I, I threw that. That is why we signed up. <laughs> good so, job, guys. <laughs> So, uh, Jason, what about you? What what were some of the events uh, you participated in? Um, the the only one I participated in was the blind minifig feel one. That was basically, you know, everybody goes out to find collectible minifigures, and so they're all standing in the store feeling the packets for half an hour, and so they decided to make that a contest. <laughs> so all that hard work actually paid off for something. So how did yes. you do in that? Um, well, I, we had like, there were two rounds. The first round was like, there were 15 or 12 people and we had to feel 15, uh, 15 figs. But, but the trick was we, we were blindfolded and they had two different series. So like you could go like, oh, I know this figure in series seven has this piece, but so does the figure in series six. So now you have to figure out the difference between the two. Oh man. So <laughs> that, that, that was, that was a little bit. Uh, more difficult than usual so i got them all right but it took me too long and so i didn't Aww. make it to the finals didn't um micah, micah, micah he did it into the really good at it yeah he, he didn't win though unfortunately uh, he yeah. got like he got like one or two of them wrong in the final round 
which was finding figures between like five different series which was like really complex because you get like the skater and you're like oh which skater is it there are three of them <laughs> right because was it wasn't round one just series six and seven and then round two was one through five yeah. 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 So so not only are six and seven more fresh in your mind, but there's fewer series to differentiate. And then you have five different series. That's yeah. I can see how that's hard. But both of you guys got a bunch of free minifigures out of it. So yeah, that, that, that was nice to us. That was awesome. I, I, I kind of wasn't expecting that. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to feel the bags. So like, yeah, and afterwards you get to keep these. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, we got but, to like, keep everything that we touched at that convention. It was great. True story. Yeah. So another event that went on was the uh, combo build, and Becca and Pat, you guys did that. Oh yeah. So yeah, want to talk about uh, that one a little? What were, what were the sets you had to to start things off? It was the friends like dog show. show. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Ninjago. I don't even remember which Ninjago set. Was it Cole's? No, it was. It was something with wheels, like a skeleton yeah, was driving it. It was the skull. Truck, I don't know. Right? Yeah, I think so. It might have been. All I know is it had a spinner with the red guy. That was awesome. So yeah, now I have a spinner. So that's pretty common for uh, for most events. Is you know they give you two sets and different themes. You have to build something. So you guys want to talk about the creations you ended up with? I mean, some of our members, if they pay attention to the news, might have already seen them since you guys we were, were on. Television. Uh, yeah, you guys made onto public broadcasting. It was the best. I was going to say because it was me and Rob and Becca and Madison. Yep. Because Madison won with her face. Like that she built great. a face. <laughs> Again. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and then I built a like hidden temple to the dogs with an explorer who was the friend's girl. <laughs> Decked like out with like ninja armor and stuff. Yeah, I was a I was a close second. I like how you said they they come from a society where the humans are dyslexic, so they worship yeah. the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I'm so glad that clip made it into OPB. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, what about you, Becca? What was your creation? Mine was kind of lame, but um, I used like I almost used all of the parts, but um, I basically made left. yeah. I, I use the spinner where a lot of people didn't use the spinner. Like I made, I just made a stupid scene where I, Oh yeah. I remember now I built like a, everybody made the dogs evil. Like that was just the thing. Like I think only two or three people in the room didn't do the dogs are evil theme or the versus the dogs theme or something like that. Just... Your dogs were just, yeah. But I guess they thought it was the same or something. Yeah. I think but, Ma- um, Madison was like the only one who didn't include the friends or the ninjas or the dogs at all. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was just like, I, I got the friends girl and I like made her like super tall and I made her. Um, oh, you made her like a Camino. Camino yeah. From, uh, yeah. And I made her neck really tall with one of those flagpoles. And then like, um, and then I, I built what I was like, oh, an evil grooming machine. And it was like a dog running it. And there were like knives and brushes and little spray bottles and bows on it. And it was like, it was weird. But then I, I attached it to the spinner and the whole thing spins. But I like how they ended their whole broadcast with, and there's a bloody head right there. <laughs> I was like, mom, it's my best moment on TV. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interesting creations there. Like you said, a lot of them involve like the dogs versus the ninjas or something like that. Uh, or like they were skeleton dogs or, or something along those lines. Though. My dogs were just statues. I, I think it was interesting that 
you know, since there were minifigs, a lot of people kind of automatically assumed that whatever you built had to have minifigs in it. And I guess that kind of makes sense because they didn't they tell you guys yeah. that you should use as many elements as possible. It was yeah, they're like, they're like they part said. of the judging is going to be using as many parts uh-huh. as possible. And then they threw it out the window. Yeah, yeah. Madison, she was like the person who used the I think the least amount of her parts, but she still yeah. won. Which I mean, she deserved it because it was awesome. But um, we were kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> so right, much so for just that. Just trying to shove stuff in there. And... Yeah, because I had one piece left. Because I was like, I'm going to use as many of these as possible, like I was told to. Did you have the spinner left or something? Something? Yeah, that's all I had left was the spinner. She just put it on the bottom. It was going to (laughs) in that time. (laughs) Right, and then I guess the uh, the other event that um, some of us did was the speed build, uh, which is you know pretty basic. It was the London Tower Bridge, uh, like it was a brick brick fiesta last year, and just build that as uh, fast as you can. There were four. Teams or is it six? Yeah, I think four, four teams. teams. Yeah. I think there were four teams. Yeah. And uh, we unfortunately did not win, but we were a close second, I think. We had a great we were, organization we system. Because I was, I was killing that bridge, man. Yeah, it was our our sixth person who who said he was a good builder, but he was definitely holding us down. Yeah, because I was killing that bridge. I was paid ahead of it. I wish that someone else, like Micah or someone, had signed up to do it too. Because like, I guess he's really good at that. But that's okay. Yeah, Micah's brother, Russell, he won, like, Yeah, he was on the winning team. Yeah? Yeah, he won a bunch of other competitions, too. Yep. Like, I didn't even know his brother was a big AFL at all, but apparently he, he really is, and it runs in the family, so that's cool. Yeah, that was neat. I think the theme of the Bruce Cascade was definitely, hey, guys, Micah's awesome. <laughs> it was. Yep. So were there any other events that went on that uh, we need to talk about? We got shushed. Oh, right. So there, there's the, the Q&A with uh, Lego's very own Kevin Hinkle. Oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, AFOLs really, really get on my nerves, I think. I think they don't think about their questions before they ask them. Or they don't listen to other people. Yeah, they just sit there like, I'm going to ask my question. I'm to ask my question. And their question gets answered, but they keep sitting there. I'm going to ask that question. Right. Yeah, because someone asked... A question that had been asked like two minutes ago and we kind of sighed and so we got shushed but we did ask some very important questions like um when is bionicle coming back and when are we getting um Those monorail gr- the gray pieces and and you know, the, if we make a kuso project for old gray will it come back <laughs> and i think the answer to all of those was like no never <laughs> nine volt trains nine volt trains what about the nine volt trains <laughs> and then like but oh we asked some legitimate questions too, but I don't remember what those yeah. were. They weren't nearly as fun. Yeah, I don't remember legitimate questions whatsoever. The, there was the um, topic about like release more male mini dolls in the friends. Oh, set. and everybody was so loud. Yeah. yeah. And, and then Hinkle was like, "Okay, so Portland wants man dolls." <laughs> yeah. Keep Portland I weird. I yeah. Take a drink of water when you said that. And, and the other thing was. He, he mentioned that, like, oh, Ninjago's going to end. Right, but year. thankfully oh, he, he did clear that up, and it will be back again next year. But but, but yeah. it, was, it was pretty funny, like, like I guess some of us reported it online, and the instant, uh, from the Ninjago wiki guys, I guess, the instant lashback going like, no, you're lying, this is a rumor, it can't end, it can't end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was kind of like, wait, we, we just partnered with the Ninjago wiki, and now it's ending? Oh, that is unfortunate timing. That was funny. 
Oh, the Ninjago wiki. I like them. Slaps. Yeah, they're uh, gonna be at uh, Brick Fair, so we'll get to hang out with them. And but uh, of course, big big thanks to Kevin and Lego for donating a lot of those sets that we got for free. So I came home with so many free things. <laughs> Same here. I like came home with hundreds of dollars of free Lego. Yeah, I would have tried to get more, but I knew I would not have room in my suitcase. But as it was, I still probably got like $50 worth of, of free Lego between the Tower Bridge and then the, the Cars 2 set I won. Yeah, because I got that Cars 2 set and then a giant dinosaur set and a giant city set. And, and the combo build sets. sets. Yeah, the combo build sets. It's it's ridiculous what all I can yeah, yeah, when we parted out the the tower bridge. Yeah, we yeah. got. Uh, now we parts. have a bunch of bags of that. Yeah, I finally oh, yeah. sorted all of mine. I think last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, sort of, I dumped it all in a box. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just moved. So. We have a whole pile of boxes of Lego because we just moved, and um, it's like all the I just dumped all the bricks cascade stuff, and like even our our mocks are still in there. Hey, my mocks go. They come out of the bags for the convention. They go back in the bags. They come out of the bags for the next convention. Well, that's because you're, like, professional or something. Oh, yeah. He definitely professionally packages those mocks. Yeah. Yep. They're professionally yep. packaged in Ziploc bags. <laughs> do, do you like how I pack my mocks up on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That's one of the nice things about being a local at the convention and having a car is that it's much easier to pack stuff and you don't have to worry about, like, oh, I have to get all this in a suitcase. It's just like, nope, it's going to the trunk. I was so excited yeah. about pulling my yeah. car into the the place, the convention. That was fun. <laughs> awesome. Tires yeah. squealing everywhere. <laughs> that was yeah. a good car ride. Yeah. Right. So, um, any other things from the convention we want to talk about, or any other things that went on? Oh man. Well, I mean, it in, in compared to some of the other conventions I've been to, it felt very lightly populated just with the public coming in. But I'm yeah, sure that's yes. just because it was the first year. And it, it was in a huge, huge area, too. Yeah, it was a yeah, pretty just... big space, but um, it did definitely feel, for the most part, that the public was, was pretty light. But I guess there's enough that it will be back next year. Uh, I think they're yeah, moving so this just, time. But... It was just bad timing. It was the same weekend as the Rose Festival. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, so you had a lot of people, you know, dedicated to doing that instead of uh, going to some something like Brick Fair or Bricks Cascade. Must be me talking like a native Portlander. <laughs> <laughs> so here for a week. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of other uh, fun fun things that went on. It's always good to spend time with uh, BZ Power members and hang out yeah, with that was, everyone. That was fun. Got to experience a little bit of Portland. You know, there's some lovely food carts and voodoo donuts and things like that. Yeah. Best donut ever. So good. Oh, man. And I know uh, some of the rest of of our membership were up to some zany antics at shopping malls and and things like that. Oh, like the dentist thing? Like, who (laughs) was it? Yes, yes. We we, we went to um, the Lloyd Center Mall, which is like just... um, couple blocks north of the convention center and so and so was, uh, I was I was leading them going like okay there's a food court over there lots of different places to eat at and we all ate at a subway so it's like why bother but yeah. so as we were passing by there's there's like hey look there's a dentist office so I can't believe so, like, you did this 
like three of them ran in there and asked like, hey, can we get a toothbrush or some toothpaste? And, and, and I was kind of just standing back going like, okay, I'm trying to separate myself from these people. I oh, don't wait, know I'm them. I'm, I'm wearing the same exact shirt as them, the BC Power shirt. So it's like, oh, I guess this oh, isn't, isn't really working. <laughs> but, but the first dentist office, they actually came out with one toothbrush. The first dentist office. So you're saying there's the, others. I don't even know where this came from. Like, there was, there I was, was like, there was ahead. a there was there's like some sort of school, dentistry school located in the mall, and we passed it again, and they ran in there again <laughs> and asked for more toothbrushes and toothpaste, <laughs> and they all got toothbrushes and toothpaste. Yeah, so I remember going into the convention center at one point and seeing all these toothbrushes all over the place. I was like, that's odd. <laughs> Yeah, we were like, did you get, did one of you forget your toothbrush or something? Is that why you did it? And Michael was like, nope. I wanted to get some toothbrushes. So I was like, okay. Yeah, it was, it was good, though. It was good to see everyone. So obviously the four of us were there. There was also, like we mentioned, Janice and Nukaya and, uh, let's see, Velox and Kakaru and Sumiki and who else am I forgetting? Uh, Steven, I guess. Yes, Swart was there. Oh, yes. And I think there, there were a couple, there were a few other members who showed up during the public, and we chatted with them for a little bit, and that was cool. It's good, to, always good to to meet members and stuff. Um, oh yeah, there was that, there was that kid who wanted to shake my hand. I don't remember his name. <laughs> actually, actually, I have a the list of all the people who signed the guest book, so I guess I could bring that up. Uh, let's see, who did I miss? We had Velox. Um, Caro Chaos, Pokemon Lover 360, Kevin Hink, Andras, and Killer Mir, I think. I have to go check, uh, make sure those are actual display names for some of them. <laughs> thanks everyone who, who showed up. And also, huge thanks to everyone who sent their mocks in. Um, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were, we we're definitely impressed and surprised by the turnout. And I think we also surprised the... Um, coordinators of Brick's Cascade who didn't oh, think right. uh, Bionicle was going to be a big, can, big turnout. Can you like spread the Bionicle out a little bit? So right. Yeah, we were, we didn't even tables. Yeah, we did not even have all of the mocks set up on Thursday and they're already asking us to like take table space from other themes that didn't have good turnout. So that was awesome. Yeah. Te Technic at first didn't have like any mocks. So, yep. so like, so what we did was, both Steampunk and Technic were very low on mocks, so my group came back to my house, pulled out my Lego collection, and on Friday <laughs> night we built a whole bunch of stuff. And on Saturday morning we added like five or six different mocks to uh, the to the sections. And uh, Michael Michael won a trophy for his last minute Steampunk model. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was just, awesome. just just because there wasn't anything else in the trophy category. Hit, so he built his mock just for that one category. It's like, well, there's nothing else here, so I guess you win. <laughs> that was awesome. See, so to any people who run events out there, this is why you want BZ Power at your events because we we love going to events and having fun, and we do whatever we can to to help out, and we try to. Uh, Make them We're the best we can. The fun. We're the fun group all the time. Yeah, we get shushed. <laughs> that was we have so awesome. much fun, they have to tell us to, to less, have less fun. It was so funny that that's when they shushed us and not the time when they were putting tattoos on the guy's face. <laughs> they kept looking at us, though. 
Yeah. yeah. That guy was like, I wish you guys would shut up. <laughs> look on his face. Like, those guys behind us were loving it, though. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> and, but the people across the aisle from us had no idea what was going on. Oh, oh I so loved when he was, what did he say? Yep, that's the Polynesians. They get tattoos all over them. <laughs> I think that might have been one of the, the most interesting things about Brick's Cascade compared to other conventions is the organizers seemed um, mildly psychotic and sadistic. <laughs> I mean, one, one thing they did so was bad. like they, they blindfolded someone and told them that they were going to hit him with like this giant uh, set that was like still in the box and just like you know beat him with it or something and they ended up just like kind of taking out all the parts and cutting a hole in it so it just went right over him but I mean this person was blindfolded so they had no idea what was going on and, like he was so vague about it but we were like sitting there like is he actually gonna hit him is right he- uh, yeah he had like <laughs> blindfolded like sitting what in a chair like what the- what is going on and then like you mentioned they had someone see how many tattoos they would put on their face uh, there's like, you know, the, um, water based tattoos or whatever, and they got a free set for, for their troubles, but it's just, it was one of the, the craziest kind of things that I've ever seen in an event. It was really, really, it was really weird, <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely added some unique flavor and, um, you know, I guess they say keep Portland weird. So oh, yeah. they do. They do say that. I have a shirt that says that. <laughs> so they're staying true to uh, to form in that regard. And we even got like um, mini fig torsos that say Keep Portland yeah. Weird. So that's cool. That was cool. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Among the many other free things we got. So that's, that's what I was awesome. so Free stuff. I didn't even look in my bag. <laughs> Came home with so many sets. I like, I didn't even want to tell, like, we, because we crossed, you know, the border to get back into Canada. No duh. But um, they were like, did you bring anything back? Did your friends give gifts to you? This and this and this. Did you get something at this convention? And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and then we went through and Rob's like, honey, you should have told them about this bazillion Lego sets in our trunk because they're probably way in the car and didn't understand why you went to this Lego convention and came back with no Lego. And I'm like, I didn't want to pay taxes on it. <laughs> There's so much Lego. That's why any time I send anything internationally, it's a gift. Yeah, it's a gift. Yep. Yep. Hey, I do the same thing on PayPal. When I pay people, I'm like, I pay people for things. I'm like, this is a gift, so we even have to pay that fee. Right. I think they make you pay the fee now, because Rob and I try to do, um, we try to pay stuff between the between two countries, and I think they charge you now. Anyway, we had that problem. All right. Oh. So many all the people who sent me money for Bricks Cascade through PayPal, they marked it as gift, and I didn't have to pay anything on it. Maybe they had to pay on it. Yeah, that's sometimes how it goes. I did this. All right, guys, we should stop talking about anyway. this in case they catch on. PayPal could be listening to this very podcast. PayPal, PayPal no. listening to us right now. PayPal, we're going to shut down all their all their PayPal accounts for suspicious activity, and then we're not <laughs> going to help them when they call on the phone. Oh, man, PayPal, you make me sad. So uh, any other highlights from Bricks Cascade that you guys want to talk about? Uh, I, I, definitely, I, I definitely gave away a lot of uh, those cool BZ Power business cards you got. Oh yeah, I was like collecting those things. <laughs> I was collecting business cards. At, well, you should come like, to Brick oh, Fair, man. and then you can get some more from. Uh, Everybody, mail me John a card. and Benjamin, and yeah. I think oh, yeah. those are all Great. of them. I think there's only those four. I'll start walking. <laughs> you have some of Jen's business cards too. Yes, right. I forgot oh, about those. Yeah, those were awesome. 
All right, so um, we also had some some fun meals. We had our, our fancy dinner, which is becoming a widespread tradition, I guess. <laughs> and uh, the awesome. BZ Power staff cleans up very nice, I'll just say. Sure. Especially when we show up at the uh, the ceremonies <laughs> dressed up. That was awesome. <laughs> and, and everybody, yeah. every one of you won an award, got up to go there, all <laughs> fancy. And uh, someone's like, did you just come from a wedding or something? <laughs> we're like, nope. We're just this dressing up. wedding. <laughs> we like we to should keep do that Brickfair this year. We take this very seriously. Show up to the, uh, the closing ceremonies at Brickfair that very last day all dressed up. You should do that. Not a bad idea. We'll have to discuss. That'll make Todd <laughs> Webb so happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Todd, can we, give, can we give the talks? <laughs> <laughs> Todd would probably just let us hand out the prizes if we were dressed up like that. He'd be like, all right, you, you guys are clearly in a better position to be emceeing these ceremonies. Go, <laughs> go right ahead. He knows we're the best. Yeah, he does. I can't wait for Brick Fair. It's, it's five and a half weeks. I want to go. So do it's it. too late to register. I have no money. Okay, that might slow you down. But like you said, just start a, walking. I have a house. Yeah, I think it might do that. Can't be that far. Can't be that hard. Nah. People write books about it all the time. Me and my cat walked across the U.S. <laughs> yeah, that's about 3,000 miles. It's no big deal. That's not that bad. Yeah, just yeah. do, you know, like uh, 100 miles a day. How many miles a day, a day is that? Yeah, it's not that bad. a really, really long bus ride. I could travel by map. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. All right. So uh, any, any other closing remarks on Briggs Cascade? I'll be there it's next year. It's so fun. Yay, next year. Which will probably be during spring break next year. Oh, will it? What yeah. talking about, yeah. I think in, they, in they said they're moving it to March. Yeah, yeah we on Sunday, hmm. some random person came up to us while we were at lunch. And uh-huh. I, I guess he couldn't talk. He was, he was mute. So he kept writing down, like, when is the convention next year? And we're like, um, we think it's going to be in the spring instead of the summer. But it was really weird, and, huh. and 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 it was all of us wearing like all our Lego badges and right. Like, so that's how oh, you knew yeah. to come up and talk to you. <laughs> I yeah. love going out to lunch wearing the Lego badges, and like pe- people would like point, and these little kids were like, "Oh, look at that!" It's always fun because usually by the time we do it, the uh, the wait staff and stuff at the restaurants have already caught on, or or if they haven't, yeah, like, yeah. So there's uh, some Lego thing going on at the convention center or something, and then you get to you know start a nice little conversation with them. That's always cool. Oh yeah, I think yeah. The I convention center's three three minute walk from where you're working. <laughs> yeah, there's like signs. I think actually there wasn't a whole lot of signage. No, it wasn't like a brick fair where they make sure there are signs in the signs. metro. Yeah. <laughs> But it was still a fun time overall, and uh, good luck to the organizers on the uh, the next event, and I hope uh, it continues to do well, because Portland is a great city and a good place to have a convention, so I look forward to it continuing. Yeah, we had a good time. Yay, the organizers. (laughs) I see what you did there. All right, well, thanks, everyone. So joining me now is Sumiki for this month's staff interview. How's it going? Pretty good. So you're uh, not the newest forum mentor anymore, but you're still pretty new on the staff, but you volunteered for whatever reason that I, I can't fathom to do this interview. 
And uh, I guess we'll get the show on the road. So to start things off, I think there's a, a bit of a conspiracy going on because Toa Balta number three, Diker and Toe of Dancing ask the same question. Do you dream about farm animals? Uh, um, every night, except for weekdays and weekends. Okay, so, so pretty much uh, nonstop. Yeah. Uh, Toe of Dancing and a follow-up asking, do farm animals dream of you? Well, you see, um, that's the thing. I eat a lot of bacon, so at the very least, I'd say that pigs probably have nightmares about me. Uh, other than that, I really couldn't say. No um, experiences with any farm animals that you think might have left a lasting impression on them? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, hope not. All right, so moving on then. Uh, Eco has a few questions. What do you wish four mentors could do that they can't do right now? Mm, well, I wish we could close topics, but I guess that's the uh, other yeah. people's jobs. Right, then you'd pretty much just be a form assistant. Yeah, then I'll be, I'll be remember for six years in September, and I haven't had the chance yet to say topic close, so oh well. <laughs> I might eventually get to it. Closest I've gotten was some of my blog entries. But in all seriousness, being able to see... Um, Hidden posts and topics will be a major plus. Uh, we can hide posts, but we can't see them after they're hidden, which is kind of tedious. I, I'm taking a, a hint from here, from you right now, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, All right, yeah. fine. We'll see what I can do. Anyway, he also asks, is there another job that you would have preferred over for a mentor? If so, what? Um, does evil administrative overlord count? <laughs> I don't think we uh, we have anyone in that role on uh, BZ Power right now. So uh, not right now. You could you could consider that either that the the spot is open or that it doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, I actually thought if when I was when I wasn't uh, staff, um, I always thought if I was going to be promoted, I would have been promoted to blog assistant. As all the blog assistants will tell you, I report blog related issues quite a bit. It's usually it's. Usually someone who mentions a banned item is used as a spoiler tag, but considering that I spend um, equal or greater time in the blogs and the forums, I was kind of surprised that I'm working in the forums, but oh well. I think uh, the forum mentor position has kind of become, to some degree, the entry-level BCP staff position. So there have definitely been a few people who have gone from being a mentor to a blog assistant, so you never know. Oh, yeah. So, uh, how had your BZP time changed since becoming a P an FM? Um, well, it's funny because if anything, it's actually decreased. <laughs> I've been pretty busy since I got promoted, and I'll have something going on pretty much every week until Brick Fair. So after that, I suppose things will get more relaxed and mundane, and maybe, maybe I'll have more time. But, meh. And then you'll be able to actually post instead of just uh, helping members out. Yeah, but I mean, I still I still have time to get on and such, but it's not it's not like maximum time. Just because of just because I've been uh, so busy. Right, that's that's real life for you. It gets in the way every now and then, unfortunately. Yeah. So, uh, using less Vorex asks, what was the inspiration for your username? He says, I know you took it from the name of a mock you made. But how did you actually think it up? Well, I wish I had more of an idea of how my brain works, but that's still a mystery that will likely never be solved. Um, I, it just came to me one day. I just 
I also remember inventing a fake etymology concerning the word sumiki that um, it meant monster of three of all things. I have no clue what that's supposed to mean. The definition ugly thing built from Lego parts would be much more apt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone uh, has to start somewhere when it comes to building mugs. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you, should, you should have seen this one. <laughs> Makes me nauseous looking at it now. It's okay. I can't claim any great building credits myself either. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Toe of Smooth Jazz asks, what is your favorite type of fish? I like lots of types, but um, I'm partial to perch. Salmon, catfish, halibut, also delicious. Basically any type of fish. If it swims, I probably enjoy it. Better not be eating those poor dolphins. No. Well, they're not, they're not fish, are they? No, but you just said if it swims and dolphins swim. Well, that I mean, might people been... swim too. Does that mean you're a cannibal all of a sudden? Uh, I might. That might have been too great of a generalization. I, I, I generally like fish. Okay, all right, that's better. So uh, Paleo has a couple of questions. His first is, "What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?" Of uh, any type of coffee, ice cream. I like um, Ben Jerry's also makes a flavor called Stephen Colbert's Americone Dream based on the TV satirist pundit and his TV show. And I like that, too. Never uh, given that one a try. But that sounds like it could only be delicious. Oh, yes, it is. All right. He also asked, uh, what inspired you to join BZP? It was um, it was a number of things, actually. Uh, I think what put me over the top was... Uh, I was kind of borderline obsessed with the BBC forum. And I came across one of Roy McToa's topics. I believe it was her chibis. And uh, one of the first posts I tried to make, I didn't end up making it, it was a, like this noobish spam post in the topic. But I didn't hit add reply. I hit the report button instead. So I'm sure that was hilarious. I, I don't... Uh, I don't remember if I sent it off, but if I did, I will feel eternal shame. So obviously I've seen so many reports over the years that I can't remember, but there there were many instances once upon a time of people thinking they were replying and really sending a report. Those were always very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel their pain. I think uh, the system's a bit better now, and you're probably less likely to make that mistake if you're a new member. Yeah. I do not think I um, actually sent that report through, come to think of it. But the very just do just hitting that and typing it up as if it was going to post. <laughs> I, it's just like, oh, how much of a noob was I? Uh, that's everybody at some point. Yeah. All right. So continuing the strange theme of animal-related questions, uh, Makuta <laughs> Clack asks. If a turkey put on a bonnacle mask, would you be compelled to buy this avian creature? Only if it dreams about farm animals. So if it dreams about itself, that's fine? Yeah. Okay. So I think so. I wonder if uh, turkeys even actually dream. I don't know. Um, that, would, that would be an interesting thing to write a paper on. Yeah, yeah. If uh, some budding scientist out there wants to take that upon themselves be our guest yes Just give us credit you know yes black six and sumiki <laughs> and, and all the people who sent in questions about farm animals right yes yes all of them too they're important all right moving along uh 
Malinus Malignus asks, who is the APB for when a psychic midget escapes from jail? If you can solve this pun, I will give you half of my hot dog. Um, peanut butter. That's the best answer I could think I can provide. All right. Well, I hope it's half of a hot dog as opposed to a half-eaten hot dog. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if it is half-eaten, I'm just going to throw it out. Uh, that's probably for the best. All right. Captain Marvel uh, sends one in saying, What is it like attending Brick Fair? It's the last day of Brickworld Chicago 2012, and I was only able to meet one BZ Power member in the four days that have already gone by. What do you all do at a place with so many BZP members? Well, it's overwhelming, I think. Last year, last year's Brick Fair was the first time I had gone to any sort of Lego convention, and it was just insanity because there was so much stuff going on. It was just huge room, lots of people moving around, and I mean, there, there were... I know there were BZ Power members there that milled around, and um, I've since since the warm-ups came back up, I knew they were on. Or well, I knew they were there. The words aren't coming out. I knew they were there, but I never got to meet them because there were so many people. Yeah, and, there, uh, was, there was a really big contingent last year. I don't think I even properly met all the staff. Uh, in any convention, I think it's. It's easy to get into random shenanigans, but I think it's easier if it's with BZP members. Yeah, um, we're definitely always the rowdy bunch having fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I just remember all this crazy stuff that happened uh, last Bricks Cascade, but even at last Brick Fair, I remember um, we got a little posse together, and we we snuck around, we found you, and we approached you, and we sang Happy Birthday. <laughs> and... That wasn't my idea, actually. I don't remember whose it was, but... You should yeah. take all the credit for that, man. I should. I should I, sh- I should. say that that convinced you to promote me. Right, right. Like, half a year later. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Rick's Cascade was was crazy because I successfully convinced Kakaru and Vlox to, buy, to ask to buy toothbrushes at a dental office inside the mall. So the shenanigans that go on don't really concerned Lego. So that's where those came from. Yeah, it's, uh, Brick Fair is awesome. The only way I know what it's like, the only way to know what it's like is to actually go there. There's no really way to describe it other than Brick Fairish because it describes itself. <laughs> right, yeah, it's, it's nothing, it's like nothing else I've ever done, that's for sure. No degree of awesome can describe. <laughs> All right, so, so next question Zeraz asks, hats? How many hats? Why so many hats? How many is too many hats? Why hats? When hats? Pony hats? Brick fair hats? How often do you dream about farm animals? I think I'll take the opportunity to answer those in order. Yes, lots, because, no limit, because, every time, maybe, of course, and only if the farm animals wear hats. I don't know what this thing with farm animals is. I'm very confused. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, Kakaru asks, in my opinion, an odd question, considering he knows most of the answers to it. <laughs> What's it like being a staff? Have you ever met other staff at conventions? What were they like? Who was your favorite? Uh, favorite? Um, I think I'll avoid potential awkwardness and say no comment. <laughs> that might be for the best. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll offend someone either way. All right. What about uh, any of the other ones? What's it like being a staff and uh, what are they like? What's it like being a staff? I mean, obviously it's, you've met other staff, but yeah, it's, I'm not quite sure why he's asking these, but, uh, like being a staff, it's sort of scary at first, but I guess you get to it, get used to it. Um, it gets to you and then you get used to it. Uh, of course, met other staff at conventions, and what were they like? They were awesome. Yeah. Man, so, so since conventions keep coming up, and uh, Captain Marvel is asking, what's it like being at Brick Fair? How do you compare Brick Fair to Brick's Cascade, and what would you suggest for someone going to a convention for the first time? They should go to a larger one or smaller one. I would have preferred going to a smaller one if I had the ability to go to a smaller one before Brick Fair. Because, like I said, Brickford was just so overwhelming in size that while well, I got used to it, um, as a first-time experience, I think it would be a lot easier if, if you knew what smaller one was like before scaling up rather than doing the opposite, which I did, is going to a huge one and then a couple months down the road going to a smaller one. I'm like, well, the smaller one's nice, so you know, if I had the choice to redo it, I'd probably go to a smaller one first, but it doesn't. Brickford is just larger, and there's more awesomeness, I guess, because it's larger. But that doesn't mean that smaller conventions aren't as cool. Yeah, in my opinion, the smaller conventions tend to be a bit more relaxing, and you get to you know spend time with uh, the other people who are there more. So that's always a plus. And during the public days, you can actually hear what the person next to you is saying. <laughs> that's a, well, that's it a depends, It depends on the convention still. I mean, Brick's Cascade, yes, but like Brick Fiesta last year was its first year, and there were times where you couldn't hear anyone. But it was also in a much smaller venue. So anyway, yeah. uh, Spinjitsu Master asks, what is your favorite Kanohi of all time? I think, um, well, it depends on if it's, it's shape-wise or power-wise. Shape-wise, it's a tie between all of the 2001 masks because I think the design of every one of them, the noble masks, the great masks, they're all just cool. I mean, I don't think any mask from any year approaches the level of coolness that the 2001 masks had. Uh, Power-wise, I'd probably go with the Olmec or the Vahi just because of their power. Because, I mean, honestly, who doesn't want to have the ability to open up a dimensional portal under somebody that you don't like? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. And uh, finally, Kevin Hink, which is Lego's very own Kevin Hinkle, who you met at Bricks Cascade, I think. Yes. Uh, he asks, in your opinion, what is the most useful Lego element ever produced? Not necessarily your favorite, but one that you find most useful in almost everything you build. I think that depends on the theme, really. Um, I'm still more of a construction, bionicle, hero factory builder. Um, I'm starting to explain other styles of building, but I'm still mainly that. Uh, barring the obvious answers of, you know, pins, axles, pre-2009 hands, I found just the, the plain old ball joint to be really, really useful, really versatile. The, and the, since they're two different versions of that, they're both useful in their own ways. The pre-2006 version was more unstable, but it had the ability to attach onto studs, which is something that the newer version can't. So I've 
taking advantage of that um, on occasion. Uh, the newer version from 2006 to the present has that uh, axle hole all the way through. Uh, that makes it easier to integrate into the proverbial bowels of various creations. Uh, either way, I can't imagine building without them. Um, the honorable mention here to the Glatorian necks, which are also useful in a lot of the same situations as um, as the ball joint is. Um, I thought they had discontinued the old-style ball joints, but apparently they hadn't. Um, because I recently placed an order of the uh, pick a brick to use up a uh, money on a gift card that that had been laying around for months, and I was kind of shocked to see that the old style of ball joints were still on there. Or at least they they appeared to be. Um, huh. I'm not for certain when the order arrives, but I thought they had phased those out. I don't know. You should have saved that gift card for uh, brick fair when you get up to that thirty percent discount. Oh dang! There was a thirty percent discount. Yeah, they do that uh, at pretty much all the uh, major events. Uh, if you spend, I think, two fifty or more, you can get a thirty percent discount. So obviously, um, most people in our group aren't going to spend that much, but we usually pool and have one person make the order or make the purchase, and uh, we all get the discount. My uh, my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks, so maybe I'll get more gift cards then. I don't know. <laughs> At the very least, hopefully you'll get some birthday money you can put on the side for buying some sets at Brick Fair. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm hoping for. Have the have little Brick Fair stash going. Yeah, I, I know I'm uh, saving up to to make some uh, purchases there with that discount. Those Lord of the Rings sets are looking very pretty. Yeah, I, I think the only thing stopping a lot of people from buying them is the price because they have to have to pay out the licensing fees and all that jazz. Right, but take that thirty percent discount out and. Uh, but it looks a lot better. Yeah, so actually better deals. Right. All right. Uh, so that was the, the last of the members submitted questions. Uh, so one last one. What is your favorite kind of Hot Pocket? Um, I've never actually had any Hot Pockets. Man, that is three strikeouts and three staff interviews. Yeah, well, I take that back. I think I had one, like, when I was six and <laughs> I don't remember much about it except I thought it was kind of gross I don't know it might have been reheated a couple times yeah that doesn't sound like it'd be very good yeah alright uh, any other comments or anything you'd like to share while you have the uh, spotlight here uh, last thing about um, the uh, Kevin Hingle's question I believe there was a bit of a, a brouhaha involving um his declaration that Ninja Go was going to end and it ended up not being ended, but it was my question at Bricks Cascade which started all that. So sorry. <laughs> I, I should have known better than to ask what the second best selling line was. <laughs> oh, it's it's fine. Kevin's allowed to make mistakes. We still love him. Yeah. And but big but big props to him for following up on that and getting the right information out there. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, members who are who like um, who like Ninjigo because it reminds the story reminds them of of Bionicle. Yeah, so it definitely I'm glad that it's not ending. Yep. Yeah, it's always good to uh, to see that it'll be sticking around for at least another year. And uh, who knows, maybe they might even have some other interesting plans in the works for it. 
So we'll see what 2013 brings for Ninjago. Make sure you pronounce it right, too, because Kevin does get angry about that. Oh, for, yeah, for the longest time, I thought it was Ninjago. Like, see, it, see like, Kevin combining... corrected me on this at uh, Eprix Cascade. So when you're playing the game, right, and you're using the spinners, you go, Ninja Go, but the name of the line is Ninjago. Because it looks like it's Ninja Go, like they just combined the two words, so I always thought it was like Ninja Go. I think but, it is, but, then, you know, they just made their own pronunciation because it makes it stand stand out a little more, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Oh, if you're Kevin Hinkle, it matters. No. Not not to me. To him. It, it can matter to him all, all, the, <laughs> all that's necessary. All right. So uh, thanks again for uh, joining us, and I hope everyone has enjoyed this look into the mind of our crazy forum mentor, Sumiki. <laughs> all right. Well... I'll be uh, talking to you, and I'll see you at uh, Brick Fair this year in uh, about 40 days, I think. Oh, dang. Seriously? Yeah. Is that close? It is that close. I know. Better get building. Oh, yeah. Fire. All right. See you then. Bye. See ya. And with that, this episode of the Paracast is nearly at an end. Please let us know what you thought by posting a comment on the talkback topic or by rating us or leaving a comment on iTunes. You can also email powercast at bzpower.com and let us know what you thought. You can also give us feedback and give us ideas for topics to discuss on future episodes. With all that out of the way, I'm going to let Smeeg take us home. Talk to you next month. Go away from my window Leave at your own chosen speed I'm not the one you want, babe I'm not the one you need You say you're looking for someone Who's never weak, but always strong To protect you and defend you Whether you are right or wrong Someone to open each and every door But it ain't me, babe No, 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 it ain't me, babe It ain't me you're looking for, babe No, it ain't me you're looking for, babe Go lightly from the Go lightly on the ground I'm not the one you want, babe I will only let you down You say you're looking for someone Who'll promise never to part Someone to close his eyes for you Someone to close his heart Someone who will die for you and more But it ain't me, babe
melt back into the night Everything inside is made of stone There's nothing in here moving And anyway, I'm not alone You say you're looking for someone Who'll pick you up each time you fall To gather flowers constantly And to come each time you call A lover for your life and nothing more But it ain't me, babe All right, so we ready? Fun. What? Yeah. I said the one that's fun, and I had the video. Oh, I had to upload that. Okay. Oh dear. Oh, that one was fun. That was awesome. It'll be a brick and fair too. Like, kids were like, "Ah, So you ready? Yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. No, that's Takuma's line. <laughs>